You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome back to the boys of 161st Street, episode 176. Today is January 17th, 2022. I didn't change the graphic. We haven't done this in a <laughs> We clearly we have not. Have roll call spelled wrong. But roll call is spelled wrong, nah, too. It's a, it's a pun. We haven't no, done this in not. a while. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, it wasn't been... supposed to be a pun, but now it is. No. We're gonna, well, we're going to keep it like that for the rest of the season now. It's too much of a pain well, to people change. Are think it is stupid. too much of a pain to change. So... Clearly, it's been about, what, two months since we've recorded? Roughly. And and we were on sabbatical, whatever you want to call it, from podcasting for a little bit. Mainly because there's not uh, not a goddamn thing to talk about, and it's fine. Um, we did miss this. We sat down getting ready for this, and we were like, wow, this is fun, getting excited for baseball. And perfect timing to get excited for baseball, because a lot's going on, right? There's absolutely uh, loaded show today for you. Uh, surprisingly, we have a lot to talk about. That was sarcastic at first, but now it's not. Um, I wish the MLB would do something about playing baseball Anything. and show that they care. Uh, this is not really going to be a lot about, and the main reason before I let you go, the main reason we haven't done episodes is because we didn't, we've done this before in the off season where we just talk about nothing and we beat a dead horse and we sit next to each other after the episode's done. We'll be like, wow, we just talked about the same thing we talked about last week. So we didn't want to just say like, oh, you know, the two sides are not even any much closer than they were last week. And to boot, we haven't even heard anything. Until, they didn't even uh, fucking meet till yesterday. Yeah, they haven't. There's been nothing to talk about. Literally nothing. So we're here, and now we're going to talk about everything that happened in the last few months. And then at the back end of this episode, if you're just joining us for the first time, uh, welcome in. And uh, we'll be starting our roll call episode, spelt R O L L. If you want to be uh, grammatically correct there, or spell correct, whatever you want to call that, uh, politically correct. It is however you want to spell it, but roll calls, are, <laughs> roll calls are essentially just 15-minute mini-episodes about every player on the Yankees. Minutes. None of them are usually 15 minutes. They usually go about 30 to 40 minutes because we get carried away and we have a couple beers. But that's how these go, and we're basically just going to take a look back at some of the big trends of maybe his offseason, as there hasn't really been much. Uh, how's his kid doing? Garrett Cole is the first one on the list because we don't really know who is locked into the roster. So we're going to stick with the one guy who we assume should be locked into this 2022 roster. But uh, yeah, essentially with these episodes, they're just going to be looking back at last season and forecasting what we think is going to happen this season. And uh, yeah, that's about it. How are the boys doing in the last two months? Let the people know about your lives a little bit. 
I found we found this chair on the side of the street. Now we got a good new podcasting chair. Very cool. That was sick. I found a desk on the side of the street that you guys helped yeah. me bring up. That was cool, especially in a time when I had no furniture. Aren't you getting rid of that one? Uh, eventually. But right now, it's holding strong. I work every day from it. Started a new job. It's, you know. <laughs> so we started a new job, and we're fighting for a chair on the street. <laughs> I started a new I found job, too. Look at us. It's about I, the update. My aunt moved into a new apartment, and the people that left the apartment <laughs> left me a picture of Mickey Mantle, Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio, and Lou Gehrig, and now they're on my wall. Wow. The boys are cleaning up. Yeah. I mean, life's Mantle been good for two signed, But I don't know if it's authentic or not. Life if it's authentic, goodness. then that's cool. I need to get a new lock for my front door, if that's the case. <laughs> I think the last time we recorded, Chandler's stuff was still... MIA. MIA. Yeah, so a little yeah. update there. So, Chandler moved into the city day one. That was the day he recorded. And then he went back to South Carolina to get his other stuff. But all the while, his stuff wasn't here because the moving company is a bunch of frauds. And if you're listening to this mm-hmm. and you are, what company is it? No, here we go. I got you. So I've actually been <laughs> thinking about this all day. I was hoping this question would come up. If any of you are looking to move from the South Carolina area or anywhere <laughs> on the southeast, um, one, if you talk to National Express movers... <laughs> Don't. And if any of you know Gene from National Express Movers, give him a personal fuck you from me. <laughs> fuck that guy. He is the worst person I've ever met at any job in the entire world. So, Gene, if you're a Yankees fan, fuck you. I hope you're a Mets fan. <laughs> Two, I think it's called like Rello, not Rella. Rello LLC. Not to be confused with. Not to be confused with. Rello something LLC, the fucking shitbag company they paired me with. Even fucking worse. Somehow Gene fucked that up even worse. So don't do either of those. If you're ever moving and that's who you get paired with, uh, pay. Don't pay, move. No. Don't pay, move. Pay the fee Turn they around. scammed you out of and just stop. Because worst experience in my life. Um, only like two things were shattered, though, so that was cool. I think all in all, which thing things worked out. <laughs> uh, they shattered my floor lamp. They broke one of my cases and my signed jerseys. Um, oh, oh, what a mistake. Yeah, nothing. Who was the jersey? Uh, so I took the jerseys out because I thought they would steal them. Uh. And... Um, it ended up being Garrett Coles is the broken one. Wow. So what, that's, what a, that's a tough one to break. Timing. Is well, the jersey fine? Jersey's fine. I kept yeah. Dee in the pristine one because obviously Naturally. You know, the heir to Derek Jeter. Um, so he's in the pristine case. Gold, uh, Coles got the broken buckle on his case. But all in all, only a few shattered things. That, a couple of little miscellaneous things here and there. Cups. Uh, but, you know, it's not the end of the world. We should start a petition to get Dee back. Mm. <clears throat> he should. He should just honestly just show up to Yankees. Camp. I'd rather have him as a manager there. Imagine I would love. Yeah, I was Imagine say, we got a poll that was big enough to get Didi to show up. The team didn't sign him, but he just straight up listened to it and just showed up to camp. Dude, he's a knight. He can be on whatever team he wants. It's true. He can be like player coach Reggie Dunlap, or he can be like player owner coach Jackie Moon. That's where I thought you were going with it, Murphy. <laughs> Little seven well, things stretch performances. You guys <laughs> fight a bear action. Fans, clearly. Somebody no, is no. going to be a hockey fan. It's not a hockey pod. That. No, man. I'm, I'm from uh, Florida. We don't have yeah, ice. Yeah, no, it, it is an ice. ABA pod. So. Yeah, no, we had ice one time in what? Florida, and they shut down schools for two weeks. So I don't I do not do hockey. Uh, speaking of uh, moving the to ABA, the... ABA, semi-pro. ABA. Yeah. Speaking of moving to the city and coming from Florida, you've... Last thing we'll, we'll talk about on our lives, because this is the point where... You definitely care about it. This is the point where either you care and keep listening or you're like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? This is the first time I'm listening <laughs> to the podcast. I'm going to drop off and never listen again. So last thing I'm going to say, yeah. you've transitioned surprisingly well to New York. I a thought you were going to hate the, the cold. And you've no, never like seen snow cold. in your That's life. Part, yes, I have. That's not true. It is true. I've seen snow like at least four times. 
That's if you that's can count on one hand the amount of snow. Murphy is in Canada basically, and he's never not seen snow. Dude, you can yeah. count on one hand the amount of times he hasn't seen snow. And I will say, my dog sure. likes snow. It's everything. It's turned out well. I like the snow. I've always wanted to move here because I like the snow. Like it's not a big deal to me. I like that was great. It's fucking hot. Gotta We're like getting a nor'easter, by the way. Yeah, I don't know what that is. For those listening on Thursday. January 27th. I heard that term for the first time ever blew my fucking mind. I thought it was a joke, but I will say it's better than living in Florida like year round. Right now it's like 92 degrees in Florida. Huge difference. You get hurricanes in Florida. Which which word on its own sounds scarier? Nor'easter or hurricane? Hurricane. Nor'easter. Hurricane. I I thought Nor'easter. I I legitimately, and I'm not saying this as a joke, like to sound like an asshole. Whenever I heard Nor'easter, I thought it was like, like a friendly welcome like oh yeah it like, sounds like a gonna, no like, i agree with that it sounds yeah, like it's like, like yeah. the uh it's like, all, like all the, the fellas uh, are coming over we're gonna you know have a nor'easter and a drink like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it does sound like it does sound like a wintry drink That's, like an like an eggnog drink or something like I, that like I, I, yeah I'm definitely eggnog i don't know i can make you a fire eggnog cocktail you know what i'm I gonna don't do like eggnog. I, I don't know the name of the cocktail that i made before the the eggnog cocktail that i made uh i'm gonna call it a nor'easter i think that's that, very cool it's a great name. It's eggnog. There's already a drink eggnog. called Hurricane. Yeah. This Murphy one's works at a bar. It's eggnog. It could be rich. Cinnamon whiskey, amaretto, cinnamon. Just give your giveaway your secrets out here. Whipped cream. No, I want the people to start making nor'easters. All right, back to the Yankees. It's uh, ten minutes into the podcast and we haven't said anything about, which is fine because <clears throat> we had to give the people a little life update. We're back. Feels good to be back. Much needed rest, but uh. First thing that I wanted to talk about today, I, I even put on this list for bullet points to talk about life updates. So check. Uh, next, Hall of Fame just happened. Mm. And I know a lot of people have gripes. Ooh. Gripe alert. I don't have the button, but I'm going to preload the button. And that's that's episode two of getting back into it, putting the gripe alert button and the, steps. the proper buttons into the, into the button slots over there. But I could say it myself. Gripe alert. I know a lot of people have gripes with the Hall of Fame. The only person to get in is David Ortiz. All of the steroid men did not get in, which I personally am not happy about because now they cannot get in for those that live under a rock. They have been on the ballot for 10 years, and now they are no longer going to have a chance to get on the ballot. They are not Hall of Famers ever. So that them them being, obviously, Barry Bonds and... Kurt Schilling, Kurt Roger, Schilling Clemens, Roger Clemens. Those guys, those are the main guys that. Sammy Sosa. Well, Sammy yeah, Sosa Sammy was Sosa. lagging behind, though. But yeah, yeah I, know, but but I don't yeah, understand. If he gets why. in and Barry Bonds doesn't get in, that's the top ridiculous. two that were basically A-Rod. neck and neck was Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. And those but if two. You're gonna let Barry outside, Bonds in. You got to let Sammy Sosa in. Agreed. Well, the thing is, let's say they had like five more years versa. on the ballot. If those two right. got in first because they were so close, then that opens the floodgates for the rest. And then they'll probably get a fair shot. But now that that never happened. Now that Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens never got in, anybody who did steroids is never going to get in. So. Well, that's bullshit because David Ortiz did steroids and got in. But he didn't, like, get caught. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He did. No, so, the same no, so, here, A-Rod. so here's the thing about that. Roger Clemens, tied to steroids, kind of a dick. Barry Bonds, tied to steroids, kind of a dick. A-Rod, tied to steroids, kind of a dick. Ortiz, tied to steroids, Super nice guy gets in the Hall of Fame. It's who's nice gets on first you ballot. You can do steroids on the first ballot. As somebody tweeted that out. I wish I could like give the right I credit just, to that. Someone correct me, can on. someone correct me on this? Because I saw this on Twitter. I don't know if it was real or not. Um, someone said that Ortiz actually admitted to or got caught using PEDs and Barry Bonds never did. 
Barry Bonds like, never like, did. Obviously, Barry Bonds... Ortiz like, was on a... So you remember that massive report that came out in like 2000... I think it was like 13, and it had A-Rod, yeah, Ortiz, yeah. everybody big. He was on that report. Yeah. That, and so here's my whole thing. I'm not saying that David Ortiz shouldn't be a Hall of Famer. He probably should be. Yeah, I mean, the only argument against it is a DH, and if you want to have that, that's a whole philosophy of baseball. But if you're going to include DHs in the Hall of Fame, David Ortiz should be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Absolutely. But... <clears throat> that being said, you don't just get to pick and choose. You're not accurately representing the Hall of Fame if you're n- gonna fucking leave out A Rod and you're leaving out Barry Bonds and you're erasing a whole, you're erasing an entire era of baseball that baseball like the commissioner's office turned a blind eye on. It, and my whole thing is this too: if you're going to leave them out, fine, but at least make like a separate wing for it. You, it, your whole goal of the Hall of Fame is to preserve the history of the game, whatever. You can't just leave out the steroid era. It's what brought the base. It's what brought baseball back. Yeah, I was, I was about to say that too. Because you had the strike, and everybody stopped watching it because, this, like what's happening now, baseball shooting itself in the fucking foot like they always do, and then baseball turns a blind eye to steroids because ratings pop up. If that's what happened, that's fine. And if you don't want to recognize their awards and you don't want to recognize their records, fine but you need to make a separate wing of the hall of fame and you need to put those people in it because if your whole goal is to preserve the integrity of the game and to preserve history, you need to put that in there. You've got fucking, I, you know, not to brag. I have been to the hall of fame once, <laughs> um, but I mean, you have like, I short, thought you were going to say not to brag. I, I'm in the, 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 uh, Florida, whatever your town is, for no. nice, Niceville Hall of Fame. <laughs> in my high school. No, they don't. The Niceville they don't, Hall of Fame. They, they don't put three-year JV players in the Niceville Hall of Fame. But, um, so, no, but I have been like you have like shoeless Joe Jackson and those people in the Hall of Fame. But you're leaving out the what yeah. was it? The all-time hit, all-time hits leader, yeah. Pete Rose. The Pete all-time Rose, Cy Young leader, Cy Young. Roger Clemens. You're leaving out the all-time home runs leader and Barry Bonds. How are you accurately representing the game? You're deleting you history. Leave, you're deleting history yeah. because it doesn't fit your narrative. And right, I, I don't know. But hold but on. Here's the thing: because David David Ortiz got caught, so you're picking Wait, and choosing. One thing I wanted to say before you go on on that same note, um, like you said, where would the league be without these steroid players? Because they're the strike. Because that that's almost the homage you have to pay to them. Is like if they did not do steroids, the the sport itself would probably not be. I would, it still probably would be a thing, but it wouldn't be what it is today. It's no, a huge cool. part the of the giant history. home run races, the Maguire and Sosa yeah. and they Bond. made they made films about it. That's what fucking brings Maguire you back and in. Sosa. Yeah, and another thing before I let you go, one fun stat that I'm sure you all saw was uh, if Barry Bonds all 756 home runs, I think 64. it's, it's 764 home runs that he's hit. If they if you turned those all into strikeouts, you would have a higher OBP than David Ortiz. Yeah, I saw that. But David Ortiz yeah. still had a three eighty OBP. Makes which, you think. Which is still <laughs> like insane. And I know. But no, I'm no, saying. no, no. I know what you're saying. I'm just it, it just drives me fucking crazy. It's the Hall of Fame, not the Hall of Fame plus people who share the same beliefs plus have perfect morals. Like it's just the Hall of Fame. Dude, that's and, it. And you're recognizing greatness. Recognize greatness. Leave so it. So here's that. the th- Here's one thing, though, is that I can almost understand the steroids thing for Barry Bonds and stuff over the Pete Rose ban for baseball because Pete Rose hitting statistics stood alone without PEDs. So you could argue that the stats and the very thing that are making them in the Hall of Fame are inflated because of the PEDs. Do I think they should be in the Hall of Fame? Absolutely. I think if they had another five years on the ballot, they'd both be in the Hall of Fame, Clemens and Bonds, maybe Sosa. 
But I mean, like you're leaving out, like you said, Chandler, the greatest contact hitter of all time, the greatest all around hitter of all time and a top five pitcher of all time. Here's the thing that drives me crazy about stuff like bonds and Clemens and stuff is that they were playing each other. Like, yes, you're using PEDs to hit, but that guy throwing against you is also using fucking steroids. And all the people who didn't get caught as well. Exactly. Yeah. They're all the, the whole league was doing steroids. You know what it is? You know what it is? It's exactly like it was with the spider tag thing. A bunch of people got caught. A bunch of people didn't. Everybody was using it. And like it, it, the, the playing field was even. It's just some people got caught. Some people didn't. And the people that didn't get caught were juicing. Maybe not as much, or maybe they just weren't as good, and it didn't work well for them, or they didn't have a good season, so nobody put the microscope down on them, and that's why they didn't get caught. And the, the basically the the point here is the playing field was very level. So yeah, but also like think think about it now, like you have again, like Jenner said, it kind of brought baseball back to like life after that lockout or whatever. Let's let's fast forward to fucking last year, or two years ago, when they just juiced the balls to. Bring up the yep. ratings. How is that different? How is juicing balls different than allowing people to take steroids? You're just you're allowing more entertainment for the game, and that's all it is. Well, because it's the in the only- eyes of the MLB, there's nobody to be like because that that right there is a, a a very even playing field. Like I said, there's nobody directly to say like his balls were juiced and his weren't. It's like no, that's honestly less of a playing no, no, field. No, because, no it's it's even because it's very even like that. There's nobody you can call out specifically and say, like, he juiced his balls, like, like, def- like a deflate gate type thing. It's like, ever you can't just be like, oh, that guy is a black guy. He can't make the Hall of Fame now. Yeah, Everybody I mean, did it, and it was a choice that wasn't their own. It was the league, so it's not about the players. One question I have, too, on the same note is, now that steroid people didn't get in, do you guys think that any Astro could possibly get in and I, I don't think yes, it's, I don't, don't think it's a quick care. exactly. Yeah. I don't think care. it's a quick no. I don't think it's a quick no. That's MLB why I thought does it's a fun... not care about that, and they've made that no. and they perfectly showed it. They showed clear. It. No, there was zero penalty. Yeah. Oh shit. AJ Hinch got a one year ban. Uh huh. Uh, there's my slap on the wrist for being a fucking scapegoat. No, they got nothing. Nobody cares. Altuve is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Correa, if he keeps it up, he'll be borderline in the hall of fame no, i'm saying like if they have hall of fame Nobody careers cares. do you think like if they no. have bona fide hall of fame careers like the the talent was there obviously Cranky? not not as much as like Cranky Cranky. Is a hall he of wasn't fame. even a part mm, of the, the hitting thing no so, he wasn't there for that do you well, think that's a, actually a whole separate conversation he's a pitcher he's a hall of famer we'll talk yeah, about, no, we'll talk about that he's on that team i don't know I'm but curious, i'm saying so like i'm Cranky. saying to you guys if it's close if they have full blown Hall of Fame careers. Do you think anybody would bat an eye and be like, no. "Wait, they cheated"? They don't. I, care. I don't think so Nobody because cares. I don't think it. I, I think that as long as the voting system stays at it, as it is, where there's a set amount of writers that determine the Hall of Fame votes, then I think that there will be some Astros that go into the Hall of Fame, and there's I don't, there's no doubt. Well, we just said the voting system and the and everything the is based on broken. based on the how they're likable, yeah. and those guys are not likable. The fact they're not look, they're not, they're not likable, but they're not likable by. The players, like I mean, the the I think everybody the media hates them. loves Jose. The media today. loves them. Like they yeah. love the short guy underdog story that they can play every fucking year. That he's five two or whatever he fucking is, and he can be a pro baseball player. The media fucking loves Jose. Altuve. If you said quick, quick trigger response here, will one of those players be in the Hall of Fame? Go yes. Jose yeah. Altuve will be a so, first yeah. ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. First ballot. I, I disagree keeps, with that. I absolutely up, do not agree with that at up, all. If he keeps it up. For, no. 
Eight more years, not even that. What's he, 32 now? If he keeps it up for five, six more years, Jose Altuve will be first ballot. He's, no way. Well, let me put it this way. If he has first, first ballot, ballot, if he has Hall of Fame numbers, his cheating will not affect it whatsoever. I think he'll make it like third time. No, so here's, no, I don't so think here's that, the thing. My whole point the is reason? I don't think that, real quick, I don't think that the cheating is going to affect it. I think mm-hmm. if he has the first ballot Hall of Fame resume, which, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's fairly on track for, if he has the resume – the cheating years that were proven aren't going to be a factor. I don't think that that factors into their decision at all because nobody fucking cares. Like, it, it was over in six months. No, the, I think the you're wrong. Writers don't care, and but I, players care. And they, the, the players player, don't vote. Exactly. That's what I'm trying I, to say is that players I'm don't have a side. say in it. I think the writers care. I think you're discounting. I think the writers have shown that they're fucking frauds. Murph, let Murphy go. Murph, what are you trying to say? No, Murph, sorry. I, I just disagree with like ninety percent of what you said. So okay. like he's no, gonna make, he's good. I think he's gonna make the Hall of Fame. Regardless Is that of the ten percent? That's the ten percent I agree with. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that he has a Hall of Fame career right now. I don't think he does either. It, he, you know, you would think that anybody <laughs> who wins an MVP theoretically <laughs> like, could make the Hall of Fame. Like if you get an MVP and then you string together a pretty decent career after that, fine. You're probably gonna be a Hall of Famer. But he was cheating during his MVP year. So, like, and, yeah. and World like Series a lot of year. His, but none and of it was World discounted. Series, he World got Series, to keep yeah. all of it. This is, but he got, it doesn't matter. They know that. When the, yes, the, the exactly. Writers know that when they're voting. So, that's why there's going to be question. 30% are going to be like, fuck that. He's at least not a first ballot. People, Some people have the spite. That's I think why he's going to get 30% the, like A Rod did his first yeah. year. That's why I brought up the question is because, like you said, slap on the wrist and nobody gives a shit. It wasn't really taken into consideration at all after the fact. Maybe this is the part that everybody raises. Like, they don't raise a blind eye anymore. They're just like, yeah, you did cheat. This is the actual repercussion for that. I, th- I think they might have – I think it'll reduce votes by, like, 20%. Well, here's that's the- not astronomical, but that's a lot when it comes to getting into the Hall of Fame, when you're not a Barry Bonds-type player. Here's the thing, too. If it was Barry Bonds and he just cheated like they did and didn't do steroids, yeah, he'll get in with probably, like, an 85% vote. So I, I don't know. Here's the no, thing. No, Barry Bonds would get in unanimous first ballot if he didn't do steroids. He's I, the best statistical hitter of all time. I know. I'm saying he, he was the best in, statistical hitter all time before steroids. I'm saying with this cheating thing, I think Barry right. Bonds, even even with the cheating thing, I think it would still deter some votes, is what I'm saying. So I do think maybe like 10% of votes drop off. Like for Barry Bonds, let's say he's a unanimous guy. I think if he had, was in this scandal, 10% of people don't vote him in. Maybe, but like, here's the I thing about the that with the steroids the is that the old, the, the older heads that have been there for a long time, they're the ones that are voting no on him. If he had another five years on the ballot or 10 years, at least the 10, were if he had a fresh down. 10, were they really trying? They were trending, they were trending down. down. He lost. Yeah, I thought this they year. were trending up. Uh-uh. He lost. Yeah, he, he lost. <laughs> I still, no, I still think, I still think that I he would have within five or 10 years, he would have gotten in if he had another 10 years on the I ballot. Just... Dude, because you would have had his younger 70... writers that are going through and they're and they're voting, and I Dude, think that what, wasn't it was seventy four or seventy six home runs in his seventy six home runs seventy three. Seventy three. I was. I knew yeah, it was, I knew it was an odd number. Seventy three home run season. He only had a hundred and forty something hits that year. So that means that every other hit was a home run. <laughs> And, and he still awesome. hit over 300, if I'm not wrong. Can you can you fucking imagine that in Say's game? I saw a tweet the Language other day. Statement. Do you remember the No, home? that deserves a big it F-bomb. Does, does oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Dude, I saw a tweet the other day, and Fuck. it was like, <laughs> the fact that you guys have probably all seen the clip when he hit it out of old Yankee Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like the fact that if you go into Yankee Stadium and the opposing team 
Because Yankees fans are notorious assholes. We all know that. We, we, us four, are giant assholes. If you go into Yankee Stadium and a guy hits a home run on the opposing team and everybody's like, holy fuck, is cheering that on? (laughs) The guy needs to be in the Hall of Fame. He's, yeah. he, I mean, that's the bottom line. And to, to the thing about Jose Altuve, he's on pace for a Hall of Fame career. I think, I think that a big part of it is, I feel like a lot of the media and a lot of baseball, the world in general, thinks that it wasn't just the Astros cheating, that it was kind of a league-wide thing and they were the scapegoat, which is what they've all claimed. But I think behind the scenes, a lot of people believe that. And I think if that is the true belief and that's more of an underlying like theme beneath all of it, that it won't affect it. No, and that's no. kind of, I mean, and that's, that's pl- what steroids was, but that's played. I was into, just going to say that's what, but that's played was. into the whole thing. It washed away in a year in a, in the world we're in now, which is a lot different because than it steroids. It didn't impact the entire league for years and years and years like steroids. It impacted the fucking league for four years. Three years. Yeah, but people don't really pay. I feel like people don't really pay attention to the longevity of the cheating scandal. It's just that the fact that they cheated. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a question. Do you guys think because a lot of a lot of people are up in arms about uh, about a Rod? Do you guys think a Rod should have got more votes? What percentage did he get? Thirty. Thirty-seven. Uh, a Rod should get a hundred percent of the votes, even before again, like Barry Bonds. First bout. This is his first bout. Three steroids in post, but. Whatever, pre-steroids, he's one of the best players of all time. Do you think he'll get in? I I think that he and Ortiz should have got in on the same ballot, and I think it should not have been the first ballot. Well, here's the thing. The problem with with A-Rod is a first ballot Hall of Famer. If you you don't factor, if you're going to let steroid players in, A-Rod's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's one of the and best I don't players think, of all I time. Think that you sh- I think that's where you're talking about this like separate wing of the Hall of Fame, whatever. If there's a steroid player or a cheating player, as a, like a little writer's you know agreement, don't let him in the first ballot. You're not, you can't call yourself a first ballot Hall of Famer because of your cheating scandal, because of your steroids, whatever. See, so I, let Ortiz and and A Rod second ballot, third ballot, whatever. Agreed. But and and my issue with this now and now I I know that A Rod will not get in the Hall of Fame even after ten tries because now there's a precedent set for the best player of all time who did steroids to not get in. So how the hell can you say that A Rod can get in now? I think that this goes back to Murphy's point though about being a good guy and being like I'm not saying A Rod's a good guy. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Before everyone well, yells, A-Rod's got everyone everything going against him, though, because he's a bad guy and he did steroids. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. <laughs> A-Rod, A-Rod has continued to show his face around baseball, doing the announcements, yep. doing Sunday Night Baseball. Like, yeah, he didn't con- just hide. He's continuing he's- to be a face of baseball, even though he's retired. And I feel like that plays a big part because it's just like that's what people are familiar to see. And, like, he's a face. And, like, if he gets denied from the Hall of Fame – Everyone's gonna be. What's the A-Rod reaction gonna be on Sunday Night Baseball next time? It's like Barry Bonds went into a hole. Like he was the hitting coach yeah. for the Marlins for like a, a half a year. But he's Barry Bonds. But he's Barry Bonds. But he also just kind of like disappeared. Does it, I? Well, I, don't, I think you're right. I think I'm not I, saying. I'm, I'm not saying that's a, that was why he didn't no, get in. I'm just I kind think of. You're right. I I'm think that helps that. him. That helps his case a little bit. But at the end of the day, I think the big thing that the writers will sit in the room with and talk about, like we are right now, is like we didn't let Barry Bonds in because he did steroids. Barry Bonds greater than sign A Rod. There is no way everybody. you can. There is no way greater than sign everybody. There is no way you can let A Rod in to the Hall of Fame if he has the same black eye that Barry Bonds did. That's just that's point blank. Because then now you like you're saying you're comparing them separately. You have to compare him separately as all of the steroids guys, all 
That's why you had to let Barry Bonds in because now not a single one of them can get in because now you have to exactly. compare them one for one, all the steroid guys versus each other. And if they all do that's get the in, thing. that's ridiculous. If, if A-Rod gets in, I'd be pissed because that means that you just you just forget, enough time has passed that you can put in the steroid guys. You guys and that's know not even against about... A-Rod. It's just fucking, no. it's the principle of A-Rod not letting... A-Rod should be in. Yes, but, but if, so you didn't let, if you didn't let Barry Bonds in, nobody else should get in. Yeah. Who, and the Raiders kind of fucked themselves doing that. Do you guys know anything about this like modern day vote that they're having? Have you seen that? I, like, I've I, I've heard about it because um, like, I think uh, it was in that documentary about the the steroid era. It was was like that guy who was trying to um, put together like a player vote or like a more like trying to fight for some vote that's not just writers or something like that, right? I haven't heard of it. I don't know. Uh, I'd have to. You brought it up without knowing the facts. (laughs) My question to you guys now: I think this is my last thing on the Hall of Fame stuff. Um, Mark Teixeira got one vote. Do you think he should deserve more? Uh, I I would say like three, three votes. I love Mark. Not percent. I will three votes. I will say this: Mark Teixeira is my favorite Yankee outside of obviously like the Derek Jeters and the the big Mariano Rivera stuff like that, but. I love Mark Teixeira. He was that was my first ever Yankee jersey that I owned that wasn't a Derek Jeter jersey, a Mark Teixeira jersey. He had an amazing career, but as people like to say, he should be in the Hall of Very Good. Uh, yeah. he's, he's not a Hall of Famer. I'm glad he's I'm not just, a Hall of Famer. I'm glad they made the ballot. I would like to see him hang around for like two years, but I'm I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy glad he got it. the recognition. Yeah, he deserve he deserved to be on the ballot. Does he deserve to be in? Fuck no. But he he had a very good career, I, and I'm totally cool with. An aggressively average career. No, he was. That's not true. That, he was way above average. No, it's, You're that's also a, that's on a Yankees podcast, so put a little spice on that. No, that's what, aggressively average is good, dude. He book. had he had like the second or third most home runs ever from a switch a switch hitter. Yeah, it's a, aggressively is aggressively good. That's what I'm saying. You said aggressively average. In my in my sorry in my mind in Damon in Damon's mind that's what that means. Well, in Sorry. my mind, aggressively average is like all right enough. That like you got the box of averages, I got the top of average. All right, Sorry. I think that concludes our Hall of Fame talk. Fuck the Hall of Fame and fuck all the writers. If any of you listen to this, you guys, are I think dumb. it decreased the value of the Hall of Fame. I'll say it. So, so this year, completely, just totally. This is a big of, year for the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame has no credibility. They lost all their I credibility right with now. Me. No, I'm Damon. You and I are on the same side. We <laughs> have been the entire time. Yeah, no, the this, Hall of this. Fame lost all of its credibility this year. It's been trending downwards. When you have a guy voting against Derek Jeter, and that's not because I'm a Yankees fan. That's just I watched baseball before. When you have a guy voting against him or against Ken Griffey Jr., use that instead, <coughs> a non-Yankee and an open Yankee hater, just to prove a fucking point, it shows that the voting system's broken. It's not about baseball. It's about, uh, yeah, Here's my fucking authority. Let me slap my fucking old wrinkly dick on the table to show you that I have voting yeah. power and you don't, bitch. Like, no, the the voting system's broken. It was shown first King Griffey, then Jeter, and now through all this steroid era shit. They, they I mean, the Hall of Fame has zero credibility. So moving on, um, <clears throat> can I so, wait? Quick question while you're on that, please do. do you, who do you think the next unanimous Hall of Famer is going to be? I don't think Mike Trout. I think it's either Trout or he's not alive yet. Mike Trout hasn't played in like two years. He don't. I don't even think it's Trout. I I, uh, I mean, he's been scandal-free and the best player. Yeah, but player somebody's going to knock him for his injuries. 
I guess we'll cross everything. Yeah, that's, and that's why it's broken. You're right. So, yeah, you're kind of right. But, like, do you really think somebody's going to be. I mean, Mike Trout could end his career. The argument, the argument for Mike Trout. He won't be unanimous. So. The, argument, be... the argument why he's not unanimous is that he has been decently banged up in his career and he didn't play for a big team, didn't make the playoffs. So it's, mm-hmm. it's just like you never made yes. the playoffs. You're going to have 10 voters that are because he'd never won a World Series or he was never a playoff guy that are going to be those fucking. Pieces of shit. I'll say something. If Shohei Otani continues to play like this and, and the no. team and the team starts he to make the playoffs, level. I think he can make it. Also, the first Unanimous. two guys we just mentioned are on the I same think team and because they of the hype suck. too. It's just like yeah. everyone fucking loves talking about Otani. That's why he won rookie of the year. He's great now, but that rookie year, Miguel Andahar was better. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He was wrong. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, Otani yeah. Otani could have average years on both sides of the plate for the rest of his career and make the Hall of Fame in first battle. Wait, hold on. I will. I will, I will hold. 100%. If I if I'm Miguel Andujar, I am. Holding, I am pissed. I, no, no, no. I'm not pissed. I'm putting that on my fucking fridge. Like I was genuinely better, was better than, than Otani in my Tommy. rookie year. Because now Otani's going to go on to be literally one of the best players to ever play the game if he continues to keep I up the space. I was so fucking mad and, watching and, that. And Andujar could be like, you could tell his kids like, yep. I had a better first year than that guy. Yeah, yeah. while he's working at Lowe's. <laughs> he's going to be the first yeah. unanimous Hall of Famer, and Miguel Andujar is going to be literally working at, like, Ikea. And he'd be like, yep. Yeah. See yeah. that guy? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your purchase of this three-tier shelf for $38. <laughs> but also, did you know I had a higher batting average, more home runs? Every he's statistic, gonna, I was better than him. He's going to have a side-by-side, have a side-by-side <laughs> breakdown of the stats on a sticker, and just everywhere I go, just, like, stick it on the fucking like to order. picture him working at, like, a rental car company, and you roll in like there Hertz. to rent a car. Yeah, like Hertz. And then it's just, like, nah, his I think w- he's more of an Avis fella. No, nah, he's a high-class guy. He's a high-class guy. He'll be, like, um, Enterprise. And you got that up on the wall, yeah. just his stats next to Otan. Otani. Oh, this he? behind me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, that's me. Yeah, I, I was better than Otani for like isn't Enterprise, half a year. Isn't Enterprise the one that uh, uh, Brendan Huff from Step Brothers? Josh, uh, no. who's the weed guy? Football weed guy? Robert Josh, Gordon. Josh Gordon. Didn't he work at Rent-A-Car for a little bit? I have no clue. Enterprise Rent-A-Car? Yeah, I think he did. In the Cleveland area while he was on hiatus from the league. Uh, moving on. Hiatus is a generous. So, thing. Brandon Lockridge, <laughs> friend of the pod, got a lot of love. On uh, on Twitter recently, what was the exact caption? Is like every uh, Yankee fan should be excited uh, to look out for this. Yeah, year. every Yankee fan should be looking out for Brandon Lockridge. Actually, so we've been saying it, friend of the pod. We had some, we had we had a fun night with him, and he's a very good friend of Chandler, and very good friend of the pod. And excellent, excellent guy. So he didn't get t- tell the story of the baseball side of things. So he didn't get. Rule five. So where he does that get, he where does that leave rule him? Five because the rule five hasn't happened because of the lockout. But so, he didn't get before. Didn't something happen before that? So he didn't get put on the forty man, which was a big. He was one of those names. There was like six or seven cusp guys. Um, he's one of the bigger names that wasn't put on it, which obviously, as one of my good friends and just as a baseball fan in general him not getting put on kind of sucks because he's one of the true like 80 grade speed guys out there. But, um, I could beat him in a race. Yeah. If he, uh, if he doesn't get rule fived, then I think he's got, I think he's got a path to the big leagues at some point in 2022, even if it's in a role like Ryan Lamar or something, I think he'll get a shot just because I mean, look at our team. We have Aaron fucking Hicks as our starting center fielder going into the year. Like, come on. Like so, so, and that's so just. You think he has a path on the Yankees to make the majors this year? I think he does, and if and that's not even if, 
I don't know. It's it's hard for me to talk about because yeah, I am biased because he's one of my good friends. But bias aside, he is a damn good player, and he is at the point in his career where it's time for him to get those looks if he's going to get them. Though this is the time to do it, and I do. I think there's a decent chance that he gets rule five. And if you get rule five, you have to spend an entire year on the major league roster, or you get returned. So. I think if he does get rule five by a team like the Tigers or the Royals or whatever, I don't know who other people's center field situations are, but I think if he does get rule five, I think there's a good chance that he can stick. Um, I mean, dude's got fucking talent everywhere. Like I said, true 80 grade speed. He's a good fielder, <clears throat> decent arm, good hitter. He can hit for power. Um, so, but that's, and again, on the flip side of that, that's why I think if he stays on the Yankees, he's got a path to the big leagues. He's right now, he's slated to start triple a, and you got him, Florial, you got Pereira, Pereira, whatever the fuck his last name is. He's really good. And that's probably disrespectful for me not to know his last name, but he's not major league ready. Yeah, he's 21, 22. So you've got Locke and you've got uh, Florial, and those are pretty much your two older AAA guys. And then who knows the outfield situation coming into it. If Gardner gets re-signed, God, I hope not. No offense to him. He's been an awesome Yankee and an awesome guy, but... I think he will, but that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying, you got Aaron Hicks as your center fielder. <clears throat> Explain to the people a little bit more, shed some more light on the Rule 5 situation, because I didn't really know that much about it, and I'm sure a lot of people listening don't yeah. really understand it. So. so, I mean, the Rule 5, if you're in the minor leagues for five years, you can be selected in the Rule 5 draft. Um, you know, guys in this class especially, Brandon's a perfect example of this, of somebody that's got kind of cucked by um, – the COVID year and all this other stuff. So it kind of shortened his time down there. But if you get those five years, you can be picked up by another team, basically just stolen away for nothing. And if you get rule five, then you have to be put on the 25, 26, I think it's 26 man now. So you have to be put on the 26 man and you have to stay a whole year on that. Uh, one second, Murphy, let me, let me finish this sentence. I'll, I'll call on you immediately. I see that hand waving. So you have to stay the whole year on that 26 man. If you don't, then you can be, re- or you have to be returned to your team. So theoretically say he's picked by the Tigers. I just say them arbitrarily every time. And like halfway through the year, they opt or they send him down to AAA. Then he's returned to the Yankees. I don't think it's arbitrarily. I think you know something. I don't. I just keep saying the Tigers because I, I can see him being it's a, e- a big time starter on the Tigers. It's easy to say the Tigers because yeah. they suck. And they obviously need help everywhere, and Brad's a superstar. Yes, Murphy. Um, so didn't the Rule 5 already happen this year? The Minor League Rule 5 happened. Minor League Rule 5. So there's and a difference. It... From the Minor League Rule 5, you can pick them and stash them in the minor leagues, whatever. Got it. The Major League Rule 5 hasn't happened because of the lockout. The Major League Rule 5 is where he would be eligible. So he was protected from the Minor League Rule 5, right? There he was, was no, minor league player. There's no... I don't really know if there's like a protection for it. I don't know the exact thing, but he's he, a step above. Is, is it like the fringe minor leaguers that they're, they have a rule five yeah. for? Is it like a level to that? Yeah. So he like is, you pick high school players essentially that aren't really major league players or college players, pretty much that aren't really aren't good enough for the minors. That you there's can, there's a, a couple stipulations that go with it, but I think the fact that he's like a triple A fringe major league guy is why he's not eligible for that, but. So you think he will definitely be – I mean, he's a damn good player. So he's got a lot of talent. He's young. So I think – I'm nervous that he will get picked by another team. 
I think, there, any, I think there's a good I, chance. I'm, I'm a little bit more nervous too that he's getting some recognition, from, albeit from a, a beat reporter within the Yankees organization. He's getting, re- he's getting wide recognition outside. That that, that makes too. me nervous because I he, that would be so cool because I could picture him being exactly like what you said in at least in year one, like a Ryan Lamar type person or like any of the Greg the, Allen. Any, like a, they, that's that's exactly what I was gonna say, Greg Allen. And if if there's a if there's a Brandon Lockridge mania. And we can just bring him on easily because he's literally one of our friends. It's like that'd be fucking sick. And I, I hope that's not that opportunity isn't ripped from us. And that opportunity is available, Murphy. If he makes, if he isn't picked for Rule Five, we're all we're all in. Then we have a chance. So he's a, he's a fantastic Murphy, guy. Murphy, go. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it's it yeah. the major league roster? Or is it the forty man roster? It's the major league. So I thought it was forty man too. You have to be on the major league roster for an entire year. You get returned. You're hundred percent sure it's major. I'm hundred percent sure. So that bodes well for us because if it's forty man, I feel like they give them a way more exactly way so because he should be on the for, unobjectively he should be on the forty man so roster. The other, He's got the talent. for So it. the other MLB team has to keep them on. So them the, on the other MLB for, team again. I'll use the Tigers just because they fucking or blow the Pirates or whatever the Pirates or the. Whatever the fuck Honestly, you want. the Cubs nowadays. The Cubs. No, they got Ian Happ. They, <laughs> yeah, they're good. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll, be right. they'll, be, they'll be all right. So, First ballot Hall of Famer, Ian. <laughs> um, but, this is a podcast, too. So just say he gets picked by the Tigers. If he doesn't finish the year on the Tigers or they move him down or whatever, they have to return him to the Yankees. <clears throat> I think I, I think if the Pirates pick him up, I think he'll stick on the roster. So that, I think, well, that's he, my worry. I think that... That is my worry, too, because he's only gotten better as he's moved up the ranks. And honestly, this is a good topic, not just because he's a friend of the podcast, but because he's a damn good Yankees prospect. Yeah. And he's one of those guys that him not getting 40-man is a huge, huge impact on the team because we don't have any fucking outfielders. What's his rank within the Yankees? Uh, 19, last I saw. 18 or 19. But And I feel like that'll move up so fast, too. He's been climbing him really fast. His whole thing, the only reason I think that he hasn't been there yet is because he got injured um, when he was on the River Dogs in uh, low A, or maybe that's high A at the time. I don't remember. They fucking changed the thing so many times, but... When he was at the River Dogs, he got injured. He was an all-star that year, home run derby participant. He he got injured, missed part of the year, whatever. Then COVID, missed a year. You lose recognition, especially as a 23, 24-year-old when COVID happens and you miss an entire season. Then this year, he was off to another hot start, got called up to double A, was kicking ass in double A, doing even better there than he was in high A. And then he got hurt again. He, he fucked up his knee. Um it's just it's just little things like that. Yeah, I think he slid into a bag and fucked up his knee. So, uh, so it's the injury things that have kind of baseball season. It's no, baseball. It's baseball season. I mean, that's just part of it. So I, I mean, he's, he's certainly got the talent. Moral of the story: Look out for Brandon Lockridge. Look out we, for Brandon. We could, we could talk for hours on that. We could already been forty two minutes. Maybe should podcast. we give we him his own roll to talk call? About. No, we're good. It's our first we, episode in like we two could, months. We, we could absolutely. We got other topics, and we got a cold cold roll call to talk about. But a cold call, if you will. A cold call. You were so excited about that. I, I was, <laughs> he was waiting, waiting to pull that out. Um, <laughs> if he's yeah. on the Yankees, I'm going to be ecstatic, not just because I'm a Brandon fan as a person. Oh, we're getting Brandon Lockridge jerseys first day. Oh, my God. I, oh, if, yeah. if the, I might get one before the Rule 5 draft just to fucking speak bro, into existence. If I get existence. a call that tells me that he got the call, one, my first thing I'm doing, I'm calling my boss, telling him I'm not coming to work. Sorry. If you're a fan of the podcast, I'm joking yeah wink wink um 
But I'm going down to the MLB store. I'm getting a jersey with Brandon Lockridge. You're going to have number. to probably print it yourself. Exactly. Well, that's what the MLB store is for. Yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> rush to print that motherfucker, and I'm going to be. You'll be the first person probably uh, ever to have a Brandon Lockridge jersey. You can't put the last right. name. Don't put the last name on the back, though. Are you kidding me? Why would that's I put the sad. last name on the back? Well, sure. I think if it's if it's locked, like you should. No, I'm a, no, I'm nope. gonna get an autographed after the game. I'm hanging on my uh-uh. wall. Okay, that'd uh-uh. be cool. Hopefully, you wear some crazy number that nobody else wears, like sixty-four, like seventy-seven. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like there's <laughs> one allowance to get a lock, like the name on the back no. for that one. No, there's not. No, because then whatever, like, what if he picks a number that's not retired, but it's no. like. I don't know, like Johnny Damon's Bro. number, and it's like, or like eleven, and it's like, oh, what, what's that on the, what's that over there? A Brett Gardner jersey? Like, nope, it's a Brandon Lockridge jersey. Rella. That's actually a pretty good example too. I don't give a flying. He fuck. won't be retired, and he's Rella. not going to be on the team. I'm probably. proud to tell people that's a Brandon Lockridge jersey. If my firstborn son makes the Yankees, I'm not getting my last name on the back. <laughs> hey, goddamn! I man, don't brother. care. All right, whatever. Moving on. Um, speaking of prospects, Anthony Volpe is now a top 10 prospect. That's pretty cool. He's been climbing the ranks pretty fast. That's top 10 in the league, not in the Yankees. What are you doing? I was asking for another drink. Oh, okay. From your roommate. Um, other news, just to round this out. Um, Tyone's rehab's going well. Cone, that was the biggest, the big news here is not on the field. It's, it's that Cone is moving to Sunday Night Baseball with Carl Average and, uh, Eduardo Perez. Ken Rosenthal got canned, and the A-Rod K Manning cast is happening. So big, the, the big things from that is that Cone is going to probably, I think he said he's going to move to around 40 games a year from 100 previously that he was doing the broadcast for. Um, obviously, I'm not happy about that. I really like David Cone as an announcer. Obviously, that uh, a lot of people feel that way if he's moving to a national broadcast. Um I, I'm excited for Sunday Night Baseball to be with Cone now. That would be fun to yeah, look sick. forward to. Because at first, at first I was like, oh, wow, we're losing Cone forever. Like, no, well, he is also moving to a different baseball pro- podcast, so we baseball broadcast, so we get him somewhere else too. But uh, I am, I'm upset about it. You know what's kind of cool about it? I will say, because I do love David Cone, but a good thing for us as Yankee fans, more Ryan Rucco. I love Ryan. Yeah, Rucco. probably does mean yep. more Ryan Rucco. We, also do, we got good luck with him too. Ryan Rucco is a fucking beast, and yeah. we do have good luck with him. He, I love Is his. Paul calls, O'Neill man. sticking around too. Yeah, yeah, sticking yeah. in his basement. So, Do you so, so like I just said with K doing the Manning cast, that's not going to cut into K, obviously, right? No. So he has ten ESPN things with A Rod. I'm assuming most of them are going to be Yankees games that would be on ESPN anyway. It's probably, probably like be Yankees Red, Red Sox. Sox yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yes doesn't really have the rights Ortiz when it's a national broadcast. There. So I don't think we're missing any okay. K from that. We I shouldn't. He's, he's the Yankees though. announcer. If that ha- see, like I am upset that K uh, that Cone is moving, and we're getting a little less of Cone. But if you moved K to that, it's like one you can't because he's literally the Yankees guy. It'd be like moving, fucking I don't know. Didi Gregorius to the Phillies. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I'd be baby pissed, but. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's like moving Joe Buck. Too. I'm not excited for the Manning cast. I'm not excited for the... I'm excited for Rucco, man. It's a, I love... It's like Joe Buck really, not being really on like Thanksgiving. Ryan. I really like Ryan Rucco. When I think of Ryan Rucco, I think of that Seattle game or judge at that goddamn... Game. I think of the Glaber uh, Grand Slam. I think of the Hicks catch. Yeah. I'm a big... That's I'm a big... I'm on the... Yeah, no, I think I'm on the Glaber Grand Slam train on that The one. Grand Slam was sweet. Against the Red Sox? Yeah. 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 Do you know what the Seattle home run I'm talking about? The one they hit out of the stadium? Yeah. Or, the, or the number 100 from number 99 one? Because those are two different the ones. The one out of the stadium. That's good. Yeah. 
Number 100 for number 99 was a good one, too. Ryan Rucco's just awesome. I like Ryan Rucco. It makes me happy because I like Ryan Rucco because he's just like a nerdy Yankees fan like us, and he just happened to, like, get yeah. there. Uh, last thing of news that I've written down here is that we have the number one international prospect, Roderick Arias, 17 years old. I'm with you, Damon. We said this before. before <laughs> the air. Fuck. Fuck. I'm, I'm done giving shit. a shit about. Can he play in 2022? Old. That's yeah, my I question. We fuck. Yeah, that's awesome. You want to know who who doesn't have a shortstop in 22? The major league roster. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't give a I don't give a flying <laughs> Unless fuck. He can play tomorrow. I don't give a fuck. I feel like with, I feel like we got players, three. One, we have three such good shortstop prospects. Yeah. Like, big yeah. fucking whoop, and we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna promote them, and we're not gonna play it. Like we're not gonna promote them, and we're not gonna trade them. So who fucking cares? Literally, I'll see you in six years. I feel like let me know. Let me maybe, know when he plays. We maybe. should make a new rule for this and make it so like you can't even announce that you have him. You just have to, you have to like yeah. you have to like hide <laughs> it. Hide him. Like for Jason Dominguez, I would rather not know about Jason Dominguez for another two years. Like, don't even tell me that we have him. Don't even tell me he exists. Yeah. Or tell me he exists and he just has to keep a secret. It's almost like spoiler alert if you haven't seen Spider Man No Way Home, but it's almost like. Uh, Andrew Garfield on the like all of the TV and everything like that. Like, hey, are you in Spider Man No Way Home? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And <laughs> like, if they ever ask Jason Dominguez, like, what what team you're on, he's like, I don't know. I guess you have to find out in four years. Dude, that'd be sick though. <laughs> that'd imagine, be awesome. And then just like, and then he'll like fuck with people on social media. Like, he'll accidentally do like a Bauer thing where like he'll have a, uh, a link in his bio and it'll be at a store that sells like. Jason Dominguez Yankees merch. It's like, oh fuck, I gotta take it down. Like and everybody, that'll that'd be a whole thing. We should do Imagine that. That's so funny. It would be if like drop that in if, suggestion like, box. We've never heard of uh, Jason Dominguez, and then one day he starts playing, and like the announcers are like, oh yeah, Jason Dominguez up to bat. He's supposed to be the next Mike Trout, and then we're Jason just like, Mike what? Trout. No way. Mike Trout and Mickey Mantle had a kid. Here's Jason Dominguez. Yeah, and we're like, what? That's so like, sick. No, I am pissed about Jason Dominguez because if he is not the best player yeah. in Yankee history, he's a letdown. He's so much hype built around. Him, he's like, fucking just, 19. Dude, is 20, he? Is maybe. he? If that. I think he's like 18, right? I don't even fucking know. Dude. I'm kind of glad that we treated Dominguez that way and all the hype because now it forced me to caution not to give tail. a shit. It forced me else. to quickly not give a shit about the next guy because yeah. apparently this guy's good and <laughs> we'll fucking know cool, in five great. years yeah, if he's good. If the, awesome. Maybe even more. He's going to be an awesome right fielder in 2031. <laughs> He's gonna like, be literally he's gonna be nice backup center fielder to the Brett Gardner. Yeah, no, he'll be newsflash. <laughs> newsflash. Every in awesome, years. every fucking awesome <laughs> athlete that comes here is a fucking shortstop. So, who fucking knows, man? He's not. He's not gonna set foot on like an American baseball field with that stuff until he's like nineteen. So we signed him. Yay, hooray! He's gonna stay there in the Yankees camps in the Dominican Republic for like three more years. We're not gonna hear about him, and then like twenty. 26 or anything. Oh shit. Look at that guy. He's like 20 now. And I, I already forgot his name. I already forgot his name. It's been two minutes. I, I already forgot. Roderick Arias or something. I'm going to forget in two more minutes. I think so. it's, I think it's pronounced Arias, but I could be wrong. It probably, it probably is. I'm just like, my whole thing is I just don't, people get so excited about that stuff. And it's just sad that I think people getting that excited about that just shows how fucking pathetic that we've been for the last few years. Like, oh, yeah, well, we, like, signed so, a, we signed a kid. He's well, a kid. Well, it's also the biggest news going if he, around baseball. If he was here right now, he would have got his driver's license a year ago. Like, it was a permit a year ago. 
Yeah. Dude, I mean, that, that's, how, that's how you're going to build a farm system. We're not, we're, we never have that good a draft. At I mean, 17 how, years old, he can't even drive past 9 p.m. Bro, in New York. At 17, I was on my third year at JV fucking baseball. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't on the goddamn Yankees. Are you third. fucking kidding me? Shadow's about to make the nice Phil Hall of Fame. Yeah, I literally I was pumping like fucking 58 off the mound at fucking <laughs> 2 o'clock in the afternoon because nobody gave a fuck. Like, I'm not. Player coach Chandler Drake. Get out of here. No, uh, nobody cares. You guys want to move into no the offense, first roll call of the year? No offense, Roderick, if you're a big listener. Yeah, let's yeah if you're it. a friend of the pod, great. All right, first roll call of the year. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Just to reiterate, we're going to try and keep it short, but we're probably not going to keep it short. So uh, we're just going to preview everything about Garrett Cole and uh, for a look back to everything he did last year and all that. So first thing on the list, the biggest thing that happened last year for him is he came in second in the Cy Young vote, uh, second to Robbie Ray. He had a, he had a very good year. He was the leader of the Spider Tech Guild, and he was catching the most heat from that from players and Josh reporters alike. Donaldson. And Josh Donaldson specifically, who's a bitch. Um, he's a very cute kid, and that's fantastic for him. Caden so, Cole, 2042 AL Cy Young. So my question to you guys is, now that we've had some time, um, do you th- are you happy with the the number two in Cy Young? Um, I'm not. I mean, no. But uh, here's my thing. I finally have forgiven him for the wild card, and that took a lot for me. That's Allow great. me to read his wild card stats to refresh the memory of everybody who doesn't yeah, remember because all. I did not remember. Honestly, I've bl- I've I've put that I've successfully put that out of my brain. Read that um, and then let me let me add on to it. Cole's wild card game: two innings pitched. Two home runs, three runs, three Ks, two walks. So here's the thing with Garrett Cole. In a game that we absolutely needed it. He shouldn't have been pitching in that game, and that's evident now, and it was evident then. His pre- and post-injury stats. All in all, you know, you can bitch about the attack all you want. It was negligible to his end-of-year stats. He was a damn good pitcher. He, in my opinion, before his injury, which was September 7th, he was the AL Cy Young frontrunner. Um... I don't think he should have been pitching in that game. I still don't think he should be. He's definitely got a lot to prove now after that because he lost a lot of trust in the fans and everybody like that, and rightfully so. He's a $324 million pitcher. He should be out there as a rock. But remind you back to 2020, he was damn good in the postseason. He was damn good all year. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I'm over it now. I think I don't think that's the pitcher he is. I don't think Spider Tech. He learned how to pitch without Spider Tech. Um, I don't know. I have some stats though for you if you guys are willing to listen. It's Great a little it's a little numbersy, but it'll tell a pretty good picture. So this is pre and post injury. <coughs> what was the injury? Injury. Remember when he fucked up his hamstring? I haven't meant the date. Uh, September seventh. September. Yeah. So pre injury. And there's a couple stats here. If I get a little wordy, just tell me to shut the fuck up. ERA, 273, 254 FIP, 12.5 Ks per nine, 6.7 K to walk ratio, 1.05 home runs per nine, 205 batting average against, and a 35.4 K percentage. Wasn't he better than Robbie Ray in nearly every category? He was at this point. So mm-hmm. this is up to this point. So Though like over the year, too. Uh, at the end, he kind of slipped off. But th- So this is at this point, which we've got less than a month left of the season, right? So the Cy Young says it's in the bag. Then he comes out of that Blue Jays start with the hamstring. And he misses one start, and he comes back. After his injury, 6-1-5 ERA. This is not even including the wild card. 5-1-4 FIP. 
9.57 K per nine, 3.1 strikeout to walk ratio. His home runs per nine increased an entire one per game. 306 batting average. That's a 100-point jump. 23.7K percentage. That's over a 12% drop. What's like, the sample for both of these? So April 1st to September Let's 7th. Say, do you have innings? Uh, no. I mean, his entire innings on the year. Which one, so I think I, it, it was I, 181 I, on the year, and he had 150 up till that. So you do the math, 30. It was like 30 so innings. I've got a similar one, and it's post-Spider Tech but pre-Hammy. Ah. So everybody said he started off really hot, and then Very after the spider tech dropped off. Have you heard I, of baseball I it. savant by, by chance? <laughs> Good one. That's um, almost a year ago to the day. So that in Murphy in found in out the baseball savant. And it's also ten years ago to the day that everybody else found out about it. <laughs> yeah, no. no, go ahead, keep it up. Keep it up. Let's continue. <laughs> no, uh, so in those thirteen starts, I don't have the whole background that Chandler had, but he had a three two seven ERA, which is 0.04 points higher than his year-long ERA, and over 12 Ks per nine in that stretch. Pretty damn good. I I think the Spider Tech. So here's my thing with the Spider Tech, and I was talking to you guys about this before. I don't think it necessarily was a huge at the macro level. I don't think it made a huge difference. I think it made him more susceptible to blowups when he didn't have yeah. it. He would get kind of tattooed. But he had two or three starts sprinkled in there that kind of inflated all of his numbers. But as, like I said, at the macro level, from a whole, he was pretty fucking good. And with the spider tech, the starts that he didn't have it, he was still able to dial it in. I think without the spider tech, the starts he didn't have it, it was kind of exposed. But I'll take that. I'll take a starting pitcher. I'll take my ace being an ace 30 out of 34 games. And, you know... That that is what it is, and I I'm okay with that. Yeah. Just my thoughts on it. I don't know. I I don't I don't think Spider Tax is gonna be a huge issue going forward. I don't either. I wasn't even mad about the Cy Young. Like I, I had no like no. I had no reaction to him not winning the Cy Young. I after I could his not collapse, after his last month collapse, he didn't deserve it, and I'll be the first one to tell you that. It's it, not. It's not even that though. I think, like, yeah, it's part of it. But like, the Yankees' season just ended so poorly in my mind. Like, I had such like a sour taste in the way it ended that like it would have been like a consolation. I really prize. didn't give a shit. It no, was, it would have. What it would have like been a pity prize? It would have been very cool had we won it, and then on top of that, we had a cool Cy Young. Yeah. But it would have been a pity prize otherwise to like come out really bad after. Even if you didn't have a bad wild card, obviously, assuming we just did a little bit better there. If he won it and we didn't do shit, it's like all right, whatever. It's like that's like but, that's like something that you know, like the Mariners would celebrate. Like we're the Yankees, we need to have more than just a guy winning the Cy exactly. Young. That being said, at the end of the that day, being said, that being said, that being said, we haven't had a Cy Young in how long? Twenty years more. Since who? I couldn't uh, tell you. It, I Gidry or something. I think Gidry like is the last one. Yeah, I think so it was 1979. So with that being said, it is something big that we just haven't really. I guess been accustomed to because we we haven't had it happen. Like the, I guess the guy who probably came closest since oh, Gidry, Roger Clements. Oh, one. I was about to say before that, that guy, it was Gidry. Still, before that, it was Gidry. That's twenty one years, years ago. So, th- with that being said, the guy who probably came closest was like CC early on when he came to the Yankees, but like he didn't. And it's like that, we didn't. We don't know what it's like to even be in that conversation. So I guess that's why we should be more excited about how close he came and applaud him for doing that because he's he's. Very much in the 
running for best pitcher in the league, and that's what we signed him to be. So if he came yeah. in second there, I guess we're putting a grade on this, which is what we're going to do with these roll call episodes, is even with that wild card blob, I'm still putting an A-plus on his season. He had a damn good no. season. He, and you agree or disagree? No, I agree. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Because no, no, no. I, right. I would say it's a, Even though he I'd didn't win Cy Young, like we brought we brought him in to do this, and he did this. He was great until he had that injury. He tried, and I, exactly. Obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. He's a three hundred plus million dollar guy. You want him out there. If he says he can go, you take his word for it. But at the end of the day, he shouldn't have been there, and we all know that now. Garrett Cole should not have been on the mound that day. It should have been. He a bullpen. wouldn't have been there. It should have been a bullpen game. It should have been a Montgomery game. Anything but him. Even like like I said, anybody. At that point, that's healthy is better, and I, it's so hard to say because now obviously. Yeah, but well, no, no. I here's the thing: I'm on your side. Six months after the fact, it's easy to say it, but in the time, if Garrett Cole, one of the top three best pitchers, unobjectively, I think we can all agree on that, <laughs> on the planet, tells you he's good to go, you take his fucking word for it. So yeah. should he have been out there? No, but are you going to tell him no? Obviously, no. It's you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Garrett Cole's going to be on the mound in that game. Because then you if, have the the people talking about like, oh, you spent all this money and you can't even pitch yeah, the wild card. I mean, I was saying that card. during the wild card game, I was like, I don't care if you fucking hurt, go out there and pitch. Like I'm, one, so I'm one of those I. assholes saying that. Is. So. That's the thing. Everybody's going to do it, and if he's healthy enough and says he can, you're going to roll him out there. But now that we see the result and we look at the numbers. And we're six months removed for it, or however no, he many months. Pitched. He should not have been there. He should have pitched. He should there, not have there pitched. Are some positions. He was clearly not one hundred percent. He didn't have a good game in a month. He was clearly hurt. He I, should not have been there. Yeah, but that's what you pay him for, and that's why you throw him out. I there. think he pitches in that spot ten times out of ten. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I'm just saying, if we had all the information that we had now, and still yeah, of course, but. Well, that, I know he pitches. I just, it's like I'm saying if saying we knew we were going to lose, we wouldn't have pitched him. Like That's yeah. what I'm saying. We're, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Be... I'm not saying it's realistic. I'm just saying if you look at it and you realize that he's hurt and all these things, so you can never make that decision not to pitch him. No, at no point, if you ever make that decision, that, I mean, I would say you're fired, but apparently you, that's not possible on the Yankees. Um but you should be fired if you make that decision not to start Garrett Cole. He should be that star. That's what you pay him for. But it's easy for us to say his asshole's on the couch. He he shouldn't have been there that game. And I would, again, if you put me back on October 3rd or whatever day it was, I would tell you to start him. And, and I would make that call 100 times out of 100. But, yeah. but from a pure take out the contract, take out the name, if you have player X... He's got these – player X has Y stats with this injury. Do you start him? No. But you factor in the other stuff. Obviously, you start him every single time, and that's what led to their downfall. But at the end of the day, even if they had won that fucking game, the bottom line is we weren't good enough in 2021 to win anything. No shot. If we had made no it to ALDS, we would have been swept. Like, that, that However, team, that though, team even was not it, good. Even, it, even if we did make it another round or, like, even, like, contended in the next round, like – then at the at that point, like I could have gotten behind, you know, like I would have been a little more depressed if like Garrett Cole didn't win the Cy Young. I, I'm just kind of circling back here, like if we did make it to a certain point in the season, like then maybe yeah, I would I would have cared a little bit more about the Cy Young, but like I really, it really didn't it just, phase yeah, me no, whatsoever. It ended so ugly and so abrupt. It was just like get all the baseball headlines out of my like what Mur- uh, Murphy said 2001 uh, Clemens won. Yeah, one two thousand. Like Yankees were in the World Series that year. They didn't win, but they were there, and that's yeah. exciting. 
I would have been excited if my starting pitcher won the fucking Cy Young in a World Series year. I wonder what it's like to be in the World Series. It's been a long time. I feel like every team that does get a Cy Young pitcher that year, the fan I'm saying, I don't. I feel like a lot of them probably feel like we do. I feel like it's almost it's always a cherry on top award. Yeah. If MVP is separate, MVP would be like if Judge won the MVP that year, we didn't win the World Series. That's really fucking yeah, cool. Blue, that's I, great. Yeah. I don't know. I, that's just scary. to me. That to me. To me, that's what I feel like. I feel like like if the Padres or better example, like you know, the Dodgers don't win it, but they have Scherzer win the Cy Young. I feel like they're like yeah. Kind I feel be, like this, kind of kind of a participation trophy. Almost. This could be totally wrong, and like there could be no stats to back this up. But I'm gonna say it anyway. Uh, this usually ends well. Yeah, I feel like there's always more contenders, or like there's always more of a conversation for MVP, and there's always like less conversation in regard to the Cy Young because there's. Less I think contenders. you're just saying that because this year the names were Cole and Robbie Ray. Probably. I think, I think this year. Rodon I think this year was who won in 2020. Rodon's not a big name, household name. These are two guys that came on recently. It's not because it's not names that you recognize. That's why. Well, not even that. It seems diluted because it's Robbie Ray. Who did win twenty twenty? I know Cole came in fourth. I think also the the MVP race is so exciting this year too. Not exciting because we knew a title was going to win, but like. Did Shane Bieber win? Deserved it. He did. Win. Shane Bieber. Yeah, he ran away. With oh, it was Bieber. Exactly. So, ran so away he, with he had an awesome ass game in the wild card. Too. 2020 was a short year too. Remember when he just dominated the Yankees in Game One of the wild card? I don't remember that. Yeah, because he got cut. What a bitch! Bitch. That was awesome. I actually Cucker King. Shout out to myself there. <laughs> I had a uh, men's league softball game that night. Oh my god! I turned off all my notifications. First time in my life I've been out of the loop. Of a Yankees game intentionally. I didn't have one single spoiler. Went back, watched the recording. Oh, man, what a night. Remember when Corey Kluber threw a no-hitter? Yeah. Is Corey, Wednesday this night. Isn't Corey... I stand by my statement because the past, like, 10 winners, winners have been the same people. You're right. And that that I'm feeling what Especially you're feeling. DeGrom, 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 Scherzer, Arrieta, Kershaw, Kershaw. Just the Kershaw. Wednesday night in Texas. The, the, the yeah. NL, it's been, like, yeah, Kershaw, Scherzer, whatever. Like I feel like the NL AL has Bieber Snell Kluber remember when Snell was right. good Kluber no this year right. for yeah, sure because remember, remember when Snell was good remember when Kluber was good maybe it's a curse to win in the end yeah it is yeah there we go spin zone I'm glad Cole didn't win yeah, yeah. Robbie Ray is gonna suck next year yeah he's on the Mariners oh I forgot about that is he on the Mariners now yeah he got like a hundred I forgot that half of the well, off season. Really I forgot half the MLB offseason already happened. Exactly. Not half, like 98%. More than half. It's just everybody but basically that, Correa it's and It's not 98% story. just because Correa and Story are going to be like. Yeah, well, side well, note, everybody get that out of your mind. We're not getting a big free agent. I disagree. I think we are. No, we you're, wrong. I, you're, both, you're all wrong. I don't, I don't know how much I want. Oh, no, that's true. We are getting Andralton Simmons. Yeah, that'd be huge. Okay. That's the last thing we need is another shortstop. No, that can't play shortstop. We, we need a stop, uh, stop gap. So expectations for Cole. I didn't have a chance to set any over-unders, but I guess we could formulate some numbers here. Oh, I mean, first over-under, do you think he can win the Cy Young this year? Absolutely. 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 Yeah, that's what you, if he doesn't contend for the Cy Young for five of the nine years that you've signed him, then he's a bust. Yep. Okay, so I think uh, I vote he's winning the Cy Young. Is he the favorite? He's probably the favorite. He should be. Got to believe he's uh, more of a favorite Kings. than Robbie Ray. He is. Can check. Let's pull up, actually, let's pull up. Now that uh, gambling is legal in New York, I can Ooh. check. Shout out. Uh, I found myself to be a big fan of Caesars. No free ads. No free ads out here. 
Um, I'll give Caesars a free ad if they give me a Caesars free is nice, and it goes towards my hotel credits, which is cool. But um, uh, no, I he should be, and if he's not, he's up there. I th- I think Kenny wins Cy Young. Your initial question, yes, yes, absolutely. Not Kenny should if he doesn't. He, I mean, if he, he doesn't, is it a disappointment? That's a better question because I'm not disappointed. The no. answer is no because I'm not disappointed in the last season. So here's the thing: I'm not disappointed. The only way I'm disappointed in Garrett Cole, not top five. I don't care about Cy Young. I don't care about the finish in Cy Young. I care about does he go out there and put up an A stat line? Well, I think Garrett Cole with his name, if he puts up an A stat line, it goes hand in hand. No, that's what I'm saying. It goes hand in hand. You're right. If he doesn't top five, he didn't have his A stuff because he's Garrett Cole. You're right. But at the end of the day, I don't. The Cy Young finish to me means nothing in regards to whether it's a successful season or not. If he goes out there and he's giving me. Five, six, seven innings, striking out people. He's hovering somewhere in the mid to upper two ZRA. I'm happy. He can finish 20th in Cy Young. I don't give a fuck. As long that, as, my point is that that's not you're right. You're right. I'm just saying don't judge whether or not he's exit. Garrett Cole and Cy Young, yes, it'd be awesome. Yes, he probably needs to be up there. And if he does well, he will be up there. That's what I mean. But don't. Don't judge whether or not his season was a success based on his Cy Young finish. I'm going to because I'm not because of the reason I don't that care about individual because the reason accolades. that he no, it's not about that. It's it's what I was saying before. If he has a good year, he will be. So that's it. Those two things are very directly correlated. So that's why I'm saying that. But so. also on the flip side, of that baseball writers are not looking to do the Yankees any favors. To be top five in something is bias aside. It's for the top vote. Um, over under, what was his strikeouts this year? Uh, he had a, a 12.09 K per that's, He had 243 Ks, but he also missed a couple starts. Do you think over under that number? I think if he's healthy, it's way over. What I was agree. it? What were his numbers in Houston that year? He broke the record for the Houston he had, strikeouts. He had over 300. He had over 300. That's so many strikeouts. Do you think he so can, many. do you think he can do that again? Yeah, absolutely. No, no, no I don't shot, Murphy. Stay, no? I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to stay healthy enough to do that. How he's, healthy, he's been sure. healthy his whole career. He's been healthy, but thing. yeah, but you, okay. You have to you have to a stay healthy and b pitch out of your mind the whole year. Like people don't you, that's throw what you're paying strikeouts willy nilly. I agree. If he throws three hundred, great. I don't think I think the odds are not in his favor to throw three hundred. What, what would you put the odds on, on the Murphy? Two eighty minus two eighty. No, no, no. I'm saying two eighty <laughs> would be the over under. Plus no. What would you put the odds that, that he be, gets over three hundred? I don't know. Plus, plus one fifty. That's pretty good odds. I'll take those odds all day. Plus one fifty. I mean, yeah, good. it's not like plus three hundred. Like I, I'm just saying, I don't. Can think I parlay that? Like yeah, that I'd lay that. <laughs> Same game parlay. Can the, I well, parlay that? that was the worst. I thing think the over under is somewhere. Huge but... Life event that happened. What sports what? gambling becoming legal in New York? Yeah, if you're in the New York area, oh, you've, yeah. you've you've obviously seen the promos, and we. Uh, We've been using them. Here. Boys bit hard. Yeah. <laughs> We've been Sunday hunkered down here. Just... You know, I said after the promos, after all the free money that they gave me, that I would stop gambling. I've been putting a same game parlay in <laughs> nearly every Sunday. You know I've got ten dollar credit. That's we need, we get eat. whiteboard out here, and we need yeah. to uh, put that together the greasiest parlay ever. Done. Oh, I Greasy about parlays. Those those gotta be come. We should have just, should've just kept doing that. Actually, whenever you guys stopped doing them, I went like six in a row. Chandler, who you got winning the Super Bowl? Oh, da, 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 da. hope the Rams win. 
or or Joey Burrow. I could see. Team, my was, gut says Rams, so I know it's not the Rams. No, I'm thinking either Chiefs. Maybe it's 49ers. I think the 49ers are scary. Uh, There's no way the Bengals are going to be in the Super Bowl, right? No way. I hope, I I hope they are. I hope they are, but I think Mahomes going to just, no just slaughter them. Joe Burrow is one cool motherfucker, man. Yeah. Dude, they're, they're, their offensive line isn't good enough. Got sacked no nine times and still yeah, nine times still, still want to play off. Yeah, but you can't. Yards. Yeah, bro. If you get sacked nine times and you go off and face the Rams with that defensive line, he would get sacked. Oh, no, well, well, they're not going to have sacked fifteen times if they get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Joe Burrow. If they get to the Super Bowl, they're not going to win. There's no way. Nuts, dudes. I like Joe Burrow. I don't think they're gonna make it there. I, I, I think the 49ers are sneaky. I do. I do. We talked about it. Before I, I can. I can started. agree with that. I, I see the 49ers in the Super Bowl over the Bengals for sure. I don't I think agree. the Bengals can get yeah. there. Yeah. I think the Bengals are very good, and I think if they get an offensive line, then they could be there. But they don't. Their line's not good. They're I'll, a good. I'll lay that. Story. Honestly, that'd be a good bet to place Niners to make the Super Bowl. Probably not. Cause I mean, probably plus left. what. That'd be, that'd be, Basically, that'd be just, just the odds on the line. You're betting money line <laughs> no, for yeah, one yeah, game. You know, you, it's like plus one fifty, like Murph said. If you're yeah. sneaky on the Niners to make the Super Bowl. Take Chiefs over Niners, or take Niners over exacta. Chiefs if you want to get a little sexy. Or take Niners over Chiefs, exacta. I exacta. see. I thought I was being the man, and I took Bills over Bucks, or How's and Bucks over Bills, and it sucks now. What? <laughs> I lost money, but that could have been. I thought I was. That genius. was a good ass game. Bill's As Chiefs. an upstate New York guy, I'm a Jets fan, but I have a huge place in my heart for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, How far are you from was, Buffalo? Was sad. Five hours. Ooh, right down, right around the corner. <laughs> I'm closer to the city. I'm closer to the city than I am to Buffalo, but Buffalo just embodies upstate. Dude, New, New York, York is so big. I should have been a Bills fan. No idea. I feel like everybody from upstate should be a Bills fan, and I say that as a Jets fan. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I don't want to switch now that they're good. If they're bad again and the Jets are good, then maybe I'll switch. And give them another 25 years for Jets to be good, man. <laughs> you just need another yeah, Mark no. Sanchez. Lightning <laughs> in a bottle, brother. All right. I think that'll do it for me for this episode, unless you guys have anything else to chat about. Uh, this was no. fun. This was a lot was of fun. fun. I missed it. Good to be back. Very good to be back. If you guys enjoyed this episode, as always, uh, leave a five-star review on iTunes. We could really use the help. We Those help us out a ton. Those push us out to more ears. So they've made your ears. You like us. Help 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 us help other people. Help yeah, that what I help said. Help me help you. Help, help me help, help you. you. Help us help other people by scrubs putting them to our podcast. People helping people. That's it's all about. Uh, yeah, Can if, we you, set if a you if you want if you want hold on if you want to listen to this podcast, check us out on iTunes and Spotify. If you want to watch this podcast, it's on YouTube. Type in Bronx Pinstripes on YouTube, you'll find us there. We do them live. The night before, so you'll catch us live right now. You can check watching it's a lot of fun. Watching it's a lot of fun. Subscribe to the YouTube if you want to check it out. Not live and get it the next day. We post them the morning of the next day. Today we're recording on Thursday. We're gonna post it on Friday. You'll get that in the regular podcast platforms as well as you can watch the replay on YouTube anytime you want. But that's where you could find us. Love you guys. What did you say? Set a goal. Can we, can we set a uh, another baseball eating goal for the new year? Yeah, if we what do we have current reviews? I feel like they didn't get the people going enough. Eating if we get two more really reviews, Rello will eat a baseball. I mean, that will break my teeth. I'd rather if I'm if, if I'm gonna break my teeth, I want some more reviews out of it at least. I think we need to set something that's like realistic. By the beginning of the season, if we get uh, three hundred, well, we don't know when that is. If we get three hundred by the beginning of the season, what are we at? Two fifty nine. That's a lofty goal. It's not that much. It's not a lot. 
If we get to 300 by the beginning of the season, I'll eat a baseball. But that's balls in their court. I know we've been saying that for a while. Baseball baseball eating has always been in their court. Baseball eating hasn't getting people going too much. No, it's true. Maybe Damon's gonna streak it. I think they just don't realize that base like eating a baseball would literally break my teeth. Yeah. Try a bat, maybe. I don't think anybody believes you. I think that's a little unrealistic. I'll eat a yeah, bat. I'm saying. I'll eat something. How about crazy. this? You have to eat a hundred mozzarella sticks in ten minutes. I'll eat a ghost pepper. I'll do that. That's, that's my Friday night, Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> what's the hottest pepper? I'll do that in a live stream no, what, at the beginning of one of what's our. What's that episodes. one that people are doing as like fantasy football punishments? Like you got to some at Buffalo the Wild Buffalo Wings. Wild Wings, like uh, new killer challenge or yeah, whatever. That's yeah. not fun. I've done that. It's not. Oh, no, I, let's do that. It's not yeah, called if nuclear, we do that, it's called. Uh, Blazing. The blazing Rello challenge. will stand at he Times Square do... in a dress with yes. a sign. Nobody that wants says, to see that. I got Speaking 300 of... reviews. They won't know what that is. I'll just say it's a fantasy football you gotta loser go eat thing. The Speaking blazing. of the fantasy football loser thing, we had a fun one for our league. It's the. Is he going to do it? Yeah, it's the IHOP challenge. So it's you. Have you heard of this, Murphy? I know Damon It's has. the Waffle House challenge. But Same thing. Yeah. Waffle House challenge, but it's not, really it's not, on it's that. not at a Waffle House. It's at IHOP. I feel like it's worse at Waffle House than IHOP. Waffle House is a great place. Read. Don't shut up. Oh, I didn't know Waffle I've, House I'm not sl- I am not well, slandering Waffle disgusting. House, Chandler. Dude, I saw Wait, wait, wait. Regardless, regardless the rules of this challenge, if you haven't heard it before, are you're there for 24 hours. You have to sit, park your ass at Waffle House or IHOP. And you get one hour taken off of that 24 hours for every pancake or waffle that you eat. I saw a TikTok. So if the other day, I'll, if I'll do that if we get no. three injury reviews. So if you eat 12, right. it's so 12 hours. I I'll saw a TikTok okay. the other day. This kid did that because he lost his fantasy thing. He had a fucking stroke because he ate too <laughs> Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> I thought that was a Buffalo Wild Wings one. No, that was, could be the, I saw that both. Was, that was there Waffle was, House? No, there was one of each. One, the kid had to okay. go to the hospital for the wings. And the other one, the other kid had a stroke because he ate too much. Legitimate I'll, stroke. I'll eat a ghost pepper raw. I mean, how many how many pancakes do you have? He tried to eat twenty four. Like, so realistically, Rella, realistically, how many hours are you spending in that Waffle House? I think I would spend six. I was probably six six. was in my head. Probably six. six. I can eat a lot. What's that? Four per hour? I don't think I can eat twenty four. Nor would you have to because you can't eat twenty four. Oh, you would. I guess you wouldn't have to. You You wouldn't eat twenty four. You would have to eat eighteen. Yeah, I can do that. That's so doable. Yeah. What's that? Three an hour. That's hours, my Sunday yeah. night. And th- three an hour. And yeah. six, oh, six my God. Hours. That's so cash. I'm out of there in two hours. Yeah, but you're going to hit a wall. No, I'm not. Can you Have throw you up? S- look at me. Next episode, we're going to live stream us while Chandler's off to the side eating eight. T- the entire time we're here. If that, the Yankees that'll be how we win the World Series, do we all do it? Sure. No, if the Yankees win the World Series, that's I'm a goal. Vegas. Well, we'll do that. Facts. But we'll, we'll do the Waffle House Challenge in Vegas. In Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And the they, they don't down. have Waffle House in Vegas. They'll have something. They have an IHOP. We we'll go to sure. Sugar Factory. You have to drink a goblet. Those are very sugary. They're sugar all. Factory. Yeah, you have to have make 20, a new challenge. You have to tw- the Sugar Factory goblets. challenge is you have to have 24 goblets <laughs> in 24 hours. You would literally die after You would die. Okay. That's it for us. We're talking about nonsense. But this is peak lockout talk. So if you enjoyed this, I'm happy for you. Expect you, more of this if, next if you week. Didn't, <laughs> if you didn't, I don't know what to tell you. Um... <laughs> Are we back to our regularly scheduled program? This is back to your regularly scheduled program. So every Friday you're going to get a new episode. Well, actually, we got to do the lockout schedule. For the scheduling for roll calls, we how we do these going forward is we uh, do them more frequently because our regular schedule for episodes, as you know, if you've been around here a while, are uh, during the season is Tuesdays and Fridays 
off season just on Fridays like it is now. As we get closer to the season, in the spring training area and a little bit before that, that's when the roll calls start. So like close to close, to, we're just doing it now a little earlier so we could space them out a little bit. So I think at first we're gonna start out once a week with the with the roll call, and then as it gets closer, we'll ramp it up to twice a week, and then really close three times a week, and then finally like the last week, I think we do one every day leading up to the start of the season. Um, it obviously mixed in with some spring training talk and such, but that is the schedule subject to change going forward. But uh wanted to let the folks know about that. And uh yeah, that's all I have. All right, folks. All right. That's all folks. <laughs> See you later. That's all folks.